0: hi everyone and welcome back to the bipolar diaries Uh, i have a very special guest this week it is my first guest that actually has bipolar she's a fellow bipolar queen so welcome ellie carpenter
1: thank you thank you for having me on it's been a long time coming (laughs) i know i
0: literally have been talking about this with you for so fucking long it's ridiculous
1: I'm just so excited
0: that you're here, um, and I guess I just want everyone to know how I, I don't
1: actually know if we've ever met in person, have we? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know if we have. It would have just been at a party back in. Yeah,
0: but we've like followed each other for I don't even yeah. know how many years,
1: and then we yeah. obviously
0: started talking when my uh, blog came out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that, would, that was just, like sort of pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, just and then. we just hit
0: it off. And now I feel like we talk like at least every second day.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then <laughs> the, like the weekly sort of tangents of the back and forth. Oh my Literally. fucking God, you
0: experienced this too. It was, you're the first person, for anyone listening, Ellie's the first person that I've ever spoken to that I've ever related to. And I always thought I would never find someone that I related to so much until I started talking to you. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so It's really I love it. <laughs> No, it's so good and you're looking so pretty. Stunning. Oh, thank
1: you. It's like remnants of last night, you know. I love that for you.
0: <laughs> I did not go out last night, but as you can tell I'm glowing because I got a new vibrator. And I've been using oh, it yeah, all weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, you
1: did. You did. This is why I'm
0: glowing. It's fucking awesome. Anyway. <laughs> um so let's start off um i guess the first thing i want to know is i think i don't actually know if i
1: know this what type of bipolar you have i don't think i know oh i've never <laughs> my psych has never said cuz like there's type 1 and type 2 and then other ones like cyclosymia yeah i'm only like, just learning um, about
0: those ones i don't know yeah. much about them
1: my psych never told me i don't think i fit nicely into it, like either bucket really yeah like I've had true manic episodes they don't last for as long as the DSM criteria mm. date which I think I can't remember how long I think it's like a week for man- yeah. mania I think hypomania yeah. you need four days
0: yeah I, I mean I fucking don't know I think my poem is like very <laughs> much like it's I hate that it's listed as like this is the criteria of this because I feel like everyone's different but to me yeah. I would say I mean, I'm not a doctor, but to me, you kind of come across
1: like you have the same as me.
0: I think that's just because we're so similar. Yeah. That's why I yeah. feel like yeah. you do. But yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I, I was on um, Elysium, which is more so like to treat like mania. Yeah. It, it's like the gene, the one that you're also on, aren't you? Yeah, the I on the gene. Gene. So, Yeah. Yeah. That one tends to be better for sort of the hypomania and depression yeah but yeah lithium is much better for mania so like I have had the manic episodes been on lithium but that will we'll get into that one a little bit later oh, the side I fucking all the drugs. yeah um but yeah I I would yeah I don't really know if I if anything it just tends to be hypermanic episodes that I get yeah yeah time.
0: yeah love that for you I mean yeah. I kind of enjoy them sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, are <pretty> <laughs> <laughs> they are fun. They are fun.
0: But then afterwards, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> like, who am I?
1: <laughs> um, and when were you diagnosed? Um, so I started seeing the psychiatrist that I see now in 2013. And before mm-hmm. then, I had been through like a few years of like just crisis mode already. So she never explicitly told me, like, when I first met her, like, sat mm-hmm. me down, and was like, you have bipolar. She just put me on bipolar medication. Um, I think she tried to avoid using the actual term with me because she knew that I was like that type of person who would just identify with the label and be like, this is yeah. like all, all that there is to me. And like sort of get myself into a bit of like a wormhole. Yeah. But, but then I think the first time she like would drop it into conversation. But then the first time that I saw it like written as like an actual diagnosis was probably 2015 but I've been okay, on so the same medication literally
0: the same time as me I was diagnosed yeah. 2015 wait was I yeah I was 2015 oh ah, yeah and do you just know, well yeah like, it's like I don't even know yeah well you got your whole life did you feel like something was wrong or was it more like when you got older
1: yeah definitely as a kid like I mean I don't remember <laughs> my yeah. entire life yeah. Like I feel like it's, it's I've, and I've done like a lot of research into this, like doing my master's in brain and mind sciences as well. I did a paper on bipolar, <laughs> natural <laughs> choice. Um, <laughs> and uh, like memory is one of like the biggest cognitive impairments because I feel like people don't really talk about like sort of like the cognitive impairments that come along with bipolar. It's just sort mm-hmm. of like the mood. That but you, that's really
0: interesting because I thought, my ptsd was my
1: memory thing so it must be my it's bipolar thing. Both.
0: yeah it's probably, it's probably both, both. yeah So yeah
1: definitely memory is like a huge thing like <laughs> wow to have so That's i weird, I, I feel like i have the best
0: life. yeah i feel like i have a really good memory in terms of like i don't know just stuff like that bitch that fucking did this to me kind of thing like <laughs> but
1: then like 11 my, years ago
0: <laughs> yeah but then my memory yeah from when i was like a child fucking nothing like yeah. only negative stuff like here and there
1: and that's it yeah I, I I literally don't even remember anything but like for more reports um I had like a group um session with my psychiatrist and my mom when I was I think still in high school mm. so 2013 2014 and my mom mentioned that as a child I would go from laughing happy and then instantly just like I woke up and chose violence (laughs) like so you're a lot more of like an angry I'm quite angry I'm not more like I'm a lot better than what I used to be but um they used to call me storm because like the storm would roll in and then like it was like roll out again and I was just that's so funny I used to get called um devil child by
0: like like teachers and like camp counselors when we'd go on school camps they would call me the devil child
1: really my parents (laughs)
0: yeah it's fucked but I think I always felt very like much connected to anger but I thought that was just me and like my personality yeah I think I threw great
1: tantrums when I was yeah
0: but not like like even when I was crying it wouldn't be like it would be like like very angry crying even still now yeah but like if I get upset now I won't be like
1: oh I'm really sad I'll be like what the fuck like you know really annoyed yeah That's really if I cry these days it's usually like from anger yes but I don't tend to feel anger as much as I used to
0: God, I, I feel
1: like in the past six months it's a lot
0: worse than what it used to be really I think it's just because of moving I'm still quite like I don't know in a weird place but oh am sorry this is like yeah. this is what I was worried about without like because <laughs> bipolar is so self-absorbed like I'm literally just talking <laughs> about my fucking self <laughs> this is, a, this oh is God, about you <laughs> I feel like I am <laughs> oh I knew this was happening I knew like, it was gonna happen at some point we both would be like wait you talk no you talk <laughs> um but anyway um so what was life like could you see a massive difference from pre-diagnosis post-diagnosis and was that because of like medication or was it just because you knew that there was a diagnosis and it kind of brought relief or something
1: Um, well, I feel like I was, yeah, I would always sort of have like tantrums and like sort of like hyper fits as a kid, Mm -hmm. like for no reason. Mm -hmm. Um, there was probably something always a little bit wonky there, but it definitely sort of like when I was maybe 14, that's when like things like started, like it was like, oh, she's here, (laughs) like the bipolar's (laughs) arrived, (laughs) arrived at the party.
0: I always say that like when bipolar kicked in, I was like a terror was born. Like I was fucking also just side note, don't be freaked out by my laugh. I got way too much Botox. And so when I laugh, I look like I'm fucking evil. (laughs) And my friend, I have to cover cover my face because my friends literally watch me laughing and they start laughing with like tears because I'm just like, (laughs)
1: I can get some Actually, you can, I got too you know, much
0: I can't I can only move this part me. of my face <laughs> um but <laughs> anyway um because when I got diagnosed and went on medication I felt like being on just like after that I felt like I could like rational rationalize but just things made a lot more sense do you ever feel like you were really confused as a teenager oh yeah
1: yeah for sure like I had a few different diagnoses before incorrect ones not ones that were just like fleeting mm. it was like depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder and mm. then it into borderline personality disorder and then in 2013 when I started seeing Dr. Scott that's when it was like okay nah. yeah um but before then like my teen years were horrible like I I still see people out like at parties that I knew in high school and I like I'll sort of see their face and i be like I feel like I know you and then yeah we we'll are get chatting and it turns out like we were like best friends <laughs> and I have no oh, recollection shit. of it. and like just the things that like people tell me that I used to do I'm like no sorry it wasn't me <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah I was fucked. like totally changed me like getting onto the right medication because yeah. I've been on eight psych meds um three of two of which I'm still on yeah um but, yeah, so it took me a long time to get it under control. But, like, once when I did get put on the watcher that's when, like, things started to get better. So when I was, like, yeah. 17, 18. I love the watcher yeah. Um,
0: So yeah. so you just feel like things, like, became more clear?
1: Yeah. That's how and I like felt. It sort of, yeah, it felt like comfort because nothing was yeah. working for years. And so it was, like, mm. I, how can these doctors be telling me that I have depression and borderline personality disorder? when I'm being treated as such but nothing mm. changing like that was yeah. really discouraging um but then yeah so when I did get like the proper diagnosis I you know did more research into it and I was like, mm. I was, like yeah I I know it's like bipolar is really hard to diagnose and obviously so like, you're not going to go to a, like a doctor and be like I had the best time of my life last night like you're only going to talk about the bad stuff yeah like that's because to you that's the only abnormal stuff like at least before yeah you know that you have bipolar like you and I would be able to be like okay like definitely like didn't sleep last night like I want to have sex all the time I want to spend all my money like
0: yeah we've got a bit of hypomania
1: coming do you reckon you
0: can sniff like I feel like I can sniff out people that have bipolar really easily I,
1: I don't know about bipolar but mentally ill people for sure (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah,
0: that. But for some reason, I have, have like this radar for people. Not that I'm not saying like they're diagnosed bipolar. I'm just like you definitely it wouldn't like it wouldn't. It wouldn't shock you, me. Kind of yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Side note about the um borderline personality disorder. That's what my sister told me the other day for the first time that that's what my brother thought I had when I was younger. Because obviously hmm. they can get. And I'm such a fucking idiot because I, again, so self-absorbed. I only list, like read up on bipolar, BPD. Yeah stands for borderline personality disorder in the mental health community. And my yeah. thing's called... So my, I actually <laughs> got the BPD tat on me, tattooed on me and it looks like I'm saying the borderline personality
1: disorder. Did you just add <laughs> iries it to the end?
0: <laughs> I'm going to add an eye to my tattoo. So everyone from now on, it's no longer the BPD, it's the BP diary. So you funny. are
1: the borderline personality Yeah, disorder. I'm like,
0: fuck. I, someone told me the other day and I was like, I totally fucked this. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to change my tattoo. Um, oh, well. And so this was another question, but obviously you've kind of already answered it—that you handle yourself with medication, like not naturally. Mm. Yeah, good because <laughs> I get really sick of people that are like, "I'm naturally doing this. I don't. It's like shut the fuck up."
1: Like you might be able to do it for like if you have like a great year of your life, you might be able yeah. to do it, and still, but you're still going to have episodes that it, you know. Yeah, it's not sustainable for the long term because like when we're well, pregnant, like, we're not going to be on need meds so we're gonna to have to do it i mean i don't know if you even have planning on having kids they're not even on my Why radar did, wait, yet can
0: we not have these meds when we're pregnant
1: no i don't think you can which Fuck um, off! i can't yeah. deal with that shit
0: i'm <laughs> gonna have to adopt
1: <laughs> and that's just in like hormones like during pregnancy and postpartum depression i'm terrified oh god
0: yeah i we're very much don't quote me on postpartum it. depression
1: yeah so don't sure, quote me on I reckon it,
0: I feel I like think Lamotrigine you can.
1: is one of like the lower risk ones, but like, I'm just defi- anti and stuff. No I have Theracl- to. I'm pretty sure that one's out of the book. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's out. fine.
0: <clears throat> I stopped. I only take that here and there because it made me gain like yeah. 10
1: kilos, but yeah. And then you have... fall asleep in the middle of the fall. <laughs>
0: um, and I really want to know when was the first time you felt like you really related to the bipolar diaries?
1: Probably the first time, I'm not sure if it was your first post, but the first one that I, I, I assume that it was because you were talking about like why you were going to make the blog and then um, talking about your diagnosis, like when you went yeah. to the psychiatrist after your sister. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, holy shit, because like I was in the psych ward for a month when I was like starting the gene um, the when I was 17. Yeah. Um, and so I did meet some other people in there with bipolar, but I like I don't have anyone sort of, That I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we didn't talk frequently before. It was sort of just Mm. like reacting to each other's stories. But (laughs) like, I don't. Yeah, I, I just didn't really know. I can maybe like two other people that have it. Three other people. So when I saw you had it, I was like, oh my god! And then just like kept like reading them and sort of, you know, relating to things. And then obviously that's when you get my. Yeah. Through, like <laughs> oh my god
0: this is what <laughs> this sounds so bad I don't even know how to word this without sa- sounding so hypocritical and stuff but I felt like I never related to anyone because the people that I'd heard had bipolar were like on a whole nother level to me and like mm. they just they just weren't it wasn't it was like that next level bipolar and I couldn't relate to that because I was in yeah. that middle kind of category like I was still functioning in everyday life and I still was, there was people that didn't know I had bipolar. Like it wasn't, so I could never relate to that next level. And like you watch movies about people with bipolar and I was like, I'm not like that. Like to that extreme, Uh, there's parts of it. but I was like, I'm not there. So I don't know if that's how you, but with you, I just felt like we were very, and we weren't following, like, for example, one of my questions about alcohol, like, obviously people with bipolar are meant to, you know, not drink, but I feel like you and I are quite open about the fact that we can drink. And then we also know when to not drink. And like this yeah. week I've had to have the week off cause I'm just like, I can't do it. But it's, I think breaking down those myths and stuff like that. And also meeting you that kind of made me feel like a bit more normal as well. And then mm. other people reaching out being like, yeah, I drink too. And like, it's fine. Not, can, not saying drinking with bipolar is good at all. <laughs>
1: I just went on a fucking ramble and tangent, sorry.
0: No, um, no, no,
1: I I, I I, get what you mean. Like, um, I feel like you also, your are your own harshest critic. So you, too. and I, I I feel like a burden, like I hate bothering people. So yes. I, I always sort of like just assume that the next person with bipolar has it worse than me. And I'm like, oh, I'm probably overreacting. But yeah, <laughs> do your friends, my
0: friends, my friends lately have been, um, they've noticed that I really hate asking for help. Like if I'm upset, I won't be like, Mm -hmm. I need to talk. I'll just be like, yeah, I'm just, no. And then one of my friends cornered me the other day and was like, why don't you like to ask for help? And I'm just like, I don't know. Actually, she cornered me while I was really drunk. And I, and I felt really <laughs> sick and I was vomiting in the toilet. Oh, oh my God. And she came in and, and I was like, can you get out? And she was like, just like, now help you. She was like, Anna, you <laughs> never want anyone to help you. And I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think as people with bipolar, it's like we've already had to rely on people a lot to get through things that we try. I tried my hardest not to anymore. I don't want to feel like I owe anyone anything. I don't want to feel that guilt. Yeah
1: yeah it's yeah and I feel yeah. like also when you go through something for so long you I mean I don't know about you but I have learned to be pretty self-sufficient and like I'm yeah. really independent so like I don't have a psychologist I just speak Neither. to my psychiatrist Neither. usually <laughs> once a month <laughs> uh, but like I just check in with her and I'm like yeah here like you know I didn't sleep at all last night um mm been drinking too much like I'll just make a list of things that I needed to, to get out with her and discuss with her and she'll be like okay like let's chat again soon like that I don't even talk best. to huh?
0: my psych- I haven't spoken to my psychiatrist in over a year which is so that's bad good.
1: I yeah. know
0: I meant to but I'm just like I'm doing fucking well
1: you know yeah but then like what happens like where if you do have an episode and then you need to speak to them again and then you have like <laughs> like a week's worth of discussion to try pile into like a one hour session it's you know? so bad I mean it's I'm, like I'm trying you, to get onto see... the
0: NHS here like the yeah. system for mental health here because
1: I can't really like call
0: I don't know but yeah I've got to I've got to get in with someone
1: yeah I just think it's good to like sort of keep them updated along the way yeah um, yeah for sure yeah like I mean like it's sort of like when you see like a new psychologist the first time and you have to like explain <laughs> your entire history the most draining in one hour <laughs> And, and like, you yeah. like you can't, it's not possible. So I feel like yeah, yeah. if you sort of I, keep them updated along the way, then there's left to unpack. The next I
0: time. can't do psychologists. Like I can only do them yeah. for like a short stint when something's wrong because I'm also like, yeah. this sounds bad. But if you're seeing a psychologist that much, then the problem's not getting fixed. Like if you see a yeah. psychologist for like years on end, I'm like, isn't yeah. there still? I don't know. That's just me. But I I saw one for like five months. Like and it was then fixed, like not fixed, but kind of helped me with an issue. And then I don't feel like I've needed to since.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I haven't, I don't even know that one the last time I spoke to one one. Yeah. Fuck that.
0: Um, and what about, <laughs> do you have any, um, do you have any myths or stereotypes that you kind of want to debunk or like that you hate and that you want to kind of set the record straight about bipolar?
1: Um, I think probably the biggest one is that, well maybe not the biggest one, but one of them is that people, I think the way that they speak about bipolar to me, it seems like what they think bipolar is, is actually borderline personality disorder. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Um, And like, like, I do know like a lot about this, like I've done a lot of this at uni and just you know, seasoned mentally ill kids, you know, like you <laughs> pick up on these things as you go. And because especially because I did, like they did think that I had borderline for a little while. It's, there are a lot of differences, um, even just like down to the basis of bipolar has more of like a neurochemistry, that's biology kind of. Mm-hmm. It's nature Thank you for explaining that. I was like, nature. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> your brain, it's like the way that your brain was made. Um, and then borderline is more based on environmental factors mm. um, personality disorder and personality disorders are usually governed by like life life events life experiences so even just in that but also like they their moods are much more emotionally labor than we are like mm. yes we might snap at somebody but bipolar is defined by having like periods of time of being depressed and being elevated it's not sort of like you kind of rapid cycling but that even that like if within the course of a day that's not mm. like rapid cycling that's probably just inability to regulate your yeah emotions.
0: dude you need to give me like a bipolar one-on-one and like <laughs> and um uh, because i only know like what myself does and that's why i started myself, <laughs> like oh this is what i do i wonder if anyone else feels like this but then like yeah. i had no fucking clue that that was the difference between, cause I really, I mean, I feel for people with borderline personality disorder, but yeah, I never, I can't relate to it in a certain way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. There are like a lot of big differences and people just kind of assume that they're the same. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I mean, like I've if you don't
1: know any better, but like, don't speak on something. 100%. If you haven't done the research, you know. I agree.
0: Yeah. I hate giving my opinion yeah. on stuff that I don't know shit about. I need to have someone with BPD on it as in yeah. borderline personality disorder because I need to like see yeah. the difference oh I'll do some research and
1: stalk some people and find one um <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the um, other
1: thing that really pisses me off mm-hmm. not really pisses me off but I guess it's like case by case basis but people yeah commenting about how the weather's bipolar and it's like yeah. you really don't know what bipolar is if you're saying that oh it was sunny five minutes ago and now it's raining but like, that's not bipolar and yeah. I saw a nurse do that actually and I was like you're a nurse like do well, better that's now. not good yeah you should that's a hard stuff. one
0: because my yeah people just think it's like even though it is ups and downs but I hate when it's just focused so much on mood because like the sex the yeah. hypersexuality the spending the impulse like the talk rapid talking is so much more than that mm. and it just frustrates me my friends sometimes say things like like a chair would break and be, and they're like, "Oh my god, the chair is so bipolar." And I'm just like, "It's
1: just weird, don't you think?" It's yeah,
0: can't like, you I'm think like, of why? a better adjective? Yeah, and I'm just like, I get what you mean, but like, mm, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, do you also feel like what I've been thinking about a lot lately is personality, and I've been like, struggle. Do you feel like people with bipolar can be kind of manipulative? <laughs> yeah same (laughs) me like like, no one
1: to admit it
0: (laughs) I'm like like, in my mind I'm like I'm so I'm like I'm pretty manipulative sometimes which I hate to admit I know yeah yeah like Like, I can know when I'm doing it yeah and then but then I feel afterwards I kind of am like fuck like that's
1: I don't know wrong (laughs) yeah I feel like because I don't know about you. I feel like you do, but maybe not everyone with bipolar. We kind of have this slight, odd, out of nowhere superiority complex because it's like, why, do, why do we think we're so great?
0: I think we're the I'm ones fucking who awesome.
1: Are. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> like, of, like using it to your advantage and yeah. like knowing that, like you know, like you just you're good at mind games, kind of thing.
0: And people, like my flatmate the other day. I think we we're watching maths so or we watching something. And he, or maybe it was a movie, I don't know, but he was like, "Wow, like, how could that person do that, or like trick that person into doing that?" And I'm sitting there like, "How fucking smart that this guy was able to like flip (laughs) this guy's mind." Like I was like, "Wow,
1: that is fucking impressive." Yeah, and he he just looked at me and was like, "You're fucked." (laughs) I love (laughs) evil masterminds. Yeah, I find
0: them so smart.
1: My idol. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and do you feel like I find sometimes. I can sympathize with people but I also like I have empathy but then I also don't I'm also like hey come
1: on get over it yeah, I find it really yeah.
0: like when someone goes to a breakup like, I'm like k6 like let's move on yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yes exactly like that like, sort of like things that I don't deem worth being emotional over I forget that not everybody you know like that I don't even know how to explain it, but I just forget that I don't react emotionally as much as some people. Mm, yeah. I think it's because of the, the shit that we've been through. It's sort of like
0: yeah.
1: our threshold is probably a lot higher than other people's because, mm. you know. I mean, I still, get, somebody?
0: I still get upset about a lot of stuff, but I find it very easy to move on. Like a guy, yes. if something ends, yes. I'm like within a day, I'm literally like, yes. Yes. yeah. So when people yes. break up, and you know go I'm just like hey like it's been a while now let's come on let's there's someone else out there like I'm very realistic yeah (laughs) but you reckon you're really realistic I'm like okay come on there's someone else like there's plenty of people out there (laughs) yeah yeah
1: there are bigger things to be upset about as well you know yeah I
0: think that's definitely what to
1: be upset about
0: yeah there's I think that's definitely a bipolar thing
1: yeah for sure um
0: Now moving to a bit more of a heavier topic. You were recently diagnosed with cancer.
1: Yes. Like not one that, you know, it was really bad. Uh, It would have been bad if it had spread. Mm -hmm. Um I haven't had the PET scan results back yet, which I had a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, they don't but you just went through some pretty big surgery. Big (laughs) surgery, yeah. Yeah, was... it's, like, a huge, like, 12-centimeter scar, I think, um, mm. on my back, and that actually hurts. I'm going to go pop an endone after this. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> I, yeah, Because you're,
0: you're really similar to me, um, like, just looking at your stuff on Instagram and how you talk about things, like, you use humour to get through a lot of stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, you just have to. And so, like, I think you're handling it amazing Um, But I do wonder, how would it have been if you got diagnosed with this cancer, like pre-bipolar diagnosis and medication? How do you think you Mm. would have reacted?
1: I have no idea. Like, because bipolar is, like, I only remember myself as Mm. having bipolar. Like, I don't remember what my life was like before it, Mm. like before it sort of, like, kicked in. Um, But I, yeah. I really I think it's definitely helped with um, being able to like cope yeah and snap out of like the mindset where I'm catastrophizing everything um just sort of like the, when I, the day that I found out I got home had like a panic attack for like 20 minutes was like crying hyperventilating so yeah but then after I was like eh. I was like, nothing I could do about it. It's a Friday afternoon. Like I sent my referral off to my oncologist. Like nothing I can do about it now. Let's just, you know, I didn't go out that night. I was planning on going out, but you know, I just called some friends and, um, yeah, I was already making light of things. And everyone at work was like, yeah, working cancer research, and they're like, (laughs) how are you here? Like, how are you okay? How
0: are you I thought about this when I was thinking about this question. And if I, I reckon if I was diagnosed with something like that big before I had bipolar, I reckon I would have milked the fuck out of it. I would have played like <laughs> the victim. I would have been like, of course, this is happening to me. I've been like struggling my whole life. Like I would have 100%. Where now I think I would have taken the same, I mean, I don't know 100% because I've never had that kind of big you know, life change for me, but I would like to think that I would like laugh about it and not completely laugh about it, but take it in the same way that you would. And I think that is a lot to do with like being diagnosed and medicated.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like, um, my dad sent me some flowers the other day and on the card that he wrote, um, something about, um, like, he's so proud of me. I've handled it, um, with courage and, um, pragmatism. And I was like, that's that's it I'm I'm pragmatic like I'm very much mm, like yes here's what I can do I'm about something for. here's what I can't like I'm not gonna stress I remember even like tele- being on the phone to my dad the night that I found out and he was like how are you feeling about it and I was like obviously not great but I mean there's nothing that I can do about it there's no point working myself into this pit of what if it spread like the survival rate drops by like 70 80 percent out of your control
0: yeah yeah
1: there's no point even like thinking about that and of course it would like they, like those thoughts would creep in but you know there's no point on like really like sort of ruminating on it you mm. know try to go about life as you know normal um yeah and just sort of yeah. Make light of-
0: yeah and this kind of ties into like something that really frustrates me that I've spoken about is like even though you've handled it so well if you were to get more upset than you were for that 20 minutes and such people I think forget that people with bipolar are allowed to be upset about things like that is such a normal thing to be upset about but people automatically go to the oh they have bipolar like and they forget that Mm. no we're also entitled to the same emotions that you have (laughs) yeah exactly yeah we are it's my pet peeve I can't handle it
1: then I also feel like if you're not emotional enough people are either slightly disarmed they're like that's Mm. unsettling or they think that it mustn't be as bad as it is or like they yeah they must you're not struggling at all like you know behind the scenes like I've had some people be like oh yeah like my dad had a little skin cancer burnt off his face and I was like, like
0: no not the same <laughs>
1: like that I don't Um, have did you see the surgery scar
0: like that was (laughs) huge on your back I was like holy (laughs) shit you had a drain coming out of you um and what my final question for you would be what kind of advice do you have for anyone because obviously my mum and my sister have given advice for people that you know are trying to support a loved one that has bipolar what would your advice be for someone that is struggling and maybe isn't diagnosed or like kind of thinks they might have bipolar or has a diagnosis and doesn't know what to do now with that diagnosis?
1: Um, I would probably say, I mean, I think it's good for like everyone to see a therapist at some point, Um, sort of just like maintenance, like, you know, you go to the GP to get health checks. Like if you're not feeling mentally great, just go see a GP, get a mental health care plan, go speak to a psychologist. You might not, have anything but it could be worth it anyway um in terms of thinking that you might have bipolar um don't self-diagnose no (laughs) um bipolar is extremely hard to diagnose I think like the something I read a little while ago the stats might have changed but average delay of onset of symptoms to proper diagnosis the average is 10 years so it's sort of like people can go misdiagnosed or unmedicated for so long so if doctors struggle to diagnose it um don't try to diagnose yourself but of Mm. course you can like raise your concerns with a mental health professional be like you know I've done some reading I kind of identify with a few of these what are your thoughts Mm. not getting the answers that you're happy with from a psychiatrist GP psychologist get a second opinion third opinion fourth opinion Like I've seen, this is like my third psychiatrist. Mm. So sometimes you just don't mesh with them well. Sometimes it's not their specialty. You can outgrow them. Yeah, just if you're not happy with the care that you're being given, then, you know, Mm. try find somebody else.
0: Yeah, I've been, I've I've gone to, I've had now three psychiatrists diagnose me, but I've had psychologists question if I have bipolar and I'm just like, it really frustrates me. But also, I mean, be very, I would say like the open-minded to what a psychiatrist has to say. And also, yeah, then mm-hmm. go and see another one if you don't feel what they're saying is right. But yeah. you know, I think that's good advice.
1: I think that's really good hang advice. In there. Like it that's, takes a long time to get everything sort of. Yeah. It's not like you're not gonna like start taking medication and then a week later, you know, better. Like, like this time. is the
0: first time in my life that I felt like I'm stable and I was diagnosed six years ago <laughs> and
1: yeah. that sounds
0: really bad like I don't want to like t- like um put anyone off you know that kind of sounds like it sucks six years is a long time but honestly the journey getting there has still been pretty good and yes. like has its ups and downs and I'm sure I'll come like unhinged at some point again just fucking waiting yeah. for it's so like it's actually about time <laughs> but um <laughs> No, yeah, I think people get scared of how long it's going to take. But yeah, yeah. good things take time, you know? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, and medication takes a while. And getting the right medication takes a while.
1: There so. are so many out there. And, like, just because, the, like, little example, Lamotstine works for both of us doesn't mean it's going to yeah. work for the next person with bipolar.
0: Exactly. That's I mean, I fine. think
1: Lamotstine's fucking fabulous. Like, it I'm is. so it lucky. Is.
0: That was the first drug I tried being bipolar too, and I literally... I'm so lucky with that shit yeah so, yeah yeah well thank you for coming on this thank has you been, for having this has been me my, my longest um chat
1: <laughs> really yeah yes. I, going for? Like,
0: I think like 40 minutes
1: No. Nice.
0: but that's because we're just two <laughs> bipolar
1: queens that don't shut the fuck up you know yeah that's the problem that's like idea yeah, yeah it's just rate.
0: oh my god same do you know what I love about first dates is that I sit there and I'm like hi like oh my gosh how are you and then like had a few drinks and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I get you (laughs) and I feel like I'm really good on first people gravitate to people with bipolar Mm. for like a hot like the first second maybe third time and then they have a point where they're just like okay need a little break (laughs) yeah I need a break um but thank you so much for coming on obviously gonna have you back again feel like we haven't even touched the surface like scratched the surface sorry on like sex alcohol yeah and that stuff so we need to do another session so don't worry everyone Ellie's gonna be back um but thank you so much for joining us and we will or I will see you guys next week bye